Gemara says in Dafirim Beis that prakamatia kolshu is aser. Any amount of prakamatia, any amount of doing business, is aser on chalamayd. A very interesting uh, story that happened Lagabi this din with the wife of the Chazanish. The wife of the Chazanish, Kayadua, had a store. She had a clothing store. She would sell clothing, different uh, clothing materials, and that, that's how uh, she was in the finest mishpacha. And at one point, they were living in Minsk, the Chazanish and his rabbitson. And at that time, Reb Chaim Salvechik was also in Minsk. And um, so she had this store, and it was Cholamite. And during Cholamite, she had an opportunity to buy a certain type of clothing that could bring in a, a big profit, was a shikol davar aved, and the, the merchant came and offered it to her on Cholamite. She didn't want to buy it on Cholamite, but she wanted at least to ask the uh, the seicher if he could hold it for her till after Cholamite. He wanted to know, she wanted to know, could she tell him that I want to buy it after Cholamite and hold on to it until after Cholamite? So she asked her husband, the Chazanish, whether she could tell the seicher to hold on hold to the, hold on to the seicher till after Cholamite, is there any issue with that? And the Chazanish told her that she's not allowed to do that. The Chazanish Kayadu was very, very machmer in Yonacholamite. Even Lefnimish Rasadin, he didn't want to be involved in any in Yonim of uh, business, business at all, only Dvarm Shabakadusha, no in Yonichulin. And he was machmer, told her not to do it. Now the Chazanish, Chazanish's rabbitson felt that maybe the Chazanish is being very machmer, maybe Al Pidin it's mutter, and he's just uh, extra machmer there's in Yonim. So she went to Reb Chaim Salvechik, who was in Minsk at the time, to ask him the Shiloh. She said, I have this opportunity to buy this merchandise, could I, buy, could I tell him to hold it till after Cholamite? And Reb Chaim was able to tell from the way she asked her Shiloh that this uh, was some type of anxious chaver. She obviously was a milumetist, she knew the halach a little bit. And he asked her, he said, who is your husband? And um, he told, she told him that her husband is the Chazanish. So Reb Chaim smiled and he, says, um, he said, what did, what did your husband say? And she told him that her husband said that it's us, I shouldn't do it. So Reb Chaim says you could definitely rely on him and follow what he says. That was the end of the Maisa. Reb Chaim went with the Psak Lechazanish. And it's interesting, it's brought down, and this is in the Maisa-ish, in the Pera Hadar, and the Asufas of Menachem HaLevi as well, that there was another Maisa that happened with the Chazanish and Reb Chaim at that same Tkufa in Minsk. They, um, they were both uh, happened, in the, happened to be in the same store looking for an Esrg for Sukkis. And uh, Reb Chaim was looking at the essay with a magnifying glass, and the Chazanish was in the back of the room, and he saw Reb Chaim using the magnifying glass, and he muttered to himself, he said, uh, you know, where does it say in the tire they have to look with the magnifying glass to see if the essay is kosher? And Reb Chaim turned his head to see who said that, and he saw that it was the Chazanish, and he, he said that, he says, this younger man said that there's no chiv to look with the magnifying glass, and supposedly he put the magnifying glass down, and he stopped looking at it, that was the uh, the harakha that Reb Chaim had for the Chazanish. Anyways, these are two maizim that happened with the Chazanish and Reb Chaim in Minsk.